There we go. We're live. Good morning. 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 How are you? Doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Happy Memorial Day. Yes, it is. It's a it's a beautiful day here in New York. How's it down there in uh, in Granville area? It's sunny. It's great outside. It was supposed to thunderstorm all day, but it's holding off so far. So that's right. <laughs> We're hoping. Get ready for that Ohio weather when you come because you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> it might snow later. Who knows? <laughs> That's right. Uh, we had snow two weeks ago and now we're in the mid 80s for the next uh, foreseeable future. So, uh, oh my goodness. Like, welcome to Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> no seasons. <laughs> That's right. Straight <laughs> summer. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Well, I think today we're just going to kind of hear from you, want to hear a little more about you and this school year and kind of give you a chance to introduce yourself to the community. I know we did the announcement video where we learned some stuff about you, but just kind of wanted to give you a chance to get some FaceTime with the GCA community. And then also, as you know, this is Blitz Week. So everybody watching, make sure that you go and post up those photos and share what you love about GCA. And then tune in every day. We have interviews at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. So make sure you tune in. But I love to just kind of start by hearing a little bit about you. Obviously, you just said you're in Buffalo from the Buffalo area. So about you, your family, your kids. Sure. Yeah, I was, I was born in, I was actually born in Houston, Texas, but then spent the most of my life here in Buffalo area. Uh, went away for college and uh, came back. Uh, the Northeast has a big uh, need uh, for not just for Christian education, but for ministry in general. It's a very uh, Catholic area. And so my heart and, and heartbeat had been to come back to help minister and help uh, win people to Christ and, and, and lead them in that way. And so that's kind of where my heartbeat had come from and started that way. And uh, didn't didn't know I'd be here for as long as I've been. And uh, and, and that's kind of us. Um, my wife and I've been married in, uh, 12 and a half years. It'll be uh, 13 this this coming year. Uh, as we get closer to November, I can get closer to saying 13. Um, <laughs> Uh, but then uh, I have two boys. My 10-year-old is Carter. He's going into fifth grade. And my six, almost seven, he'll be seven here in just a couple days, uh, is my Landon. And uh, he's going into second grade. Awesome. So second and fifth. That's Those are fun ages. Sounds like you have a lot of energy in your yeah. household. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. They're, they're full of energy. Love to get outside and play and uh, whether it's riding bikes or playing basketball or any any sport, you give them a sport and they're outside going and doing it all. Great. What do you like to do for fun? Uh, I'm all over the place. I have a lot of enjoyment side. It's more when I can get to have fun because I love, I, I always feel like there's so much to do at school and we have work mm -hmm. always to get done at school. The the to-do list that I always create for myself is always longer than what I think is possible for us to try to get done. <laughs> but when we can break away from school, I loved, um, I, I like to bike ride. I like to go golfing. Um, I, and also I referee lacrosse. Uh, so that getting out and doing that is, uh, is fun. Even being under the pressure of being a referee at the collegiate level is uh, still a fun thing to do and be a part of. Yeah. That sounds like it'd be kind of high stress actually. <laughs> <laughs> Get some mad it, parents. I, <laughs> I think it's the the whole aspect of like you can't tell me that what I said was wrong or did wrong or whatever. I don't know. It's something like that that it's 
here it is. It, it, what I say is final and you can't question it too much. So we move on. Let's go. There you go. <laughs> Got the power in the situation. That's right. <laughs> Great. So can you tell us a little bit about your background in Christian education? I know you said you've been, you ended up in Buffalo longer than you expected, but yeah, a little bit about that, where you've been, what you've done. So my, my history is that I started off more going and had the desire for pastoral and youth ministry side. Um, I felt the Lord was leading me to that. That's what I went to college for. Uh, started off working at a uh, Christian school as a as a teacher in the school, athletic director, uh, but also uh, the youth pastor in the church side. And that was really where my passion was and where my heartbeat was to go more for the youth side. And um, we ended up moving up to West Seneca two years into it to do basically the same thing is to rebuild the youth group and and work myself out of the Christian school job. And through those experiences and stuff that uh, God had, God really kind of worked in my heart that uh, why are you waiting for two days or, uh, you know, maybe two days or two opportunities a week of working with kids mm-hmm. to then you can work every single day with kids. And so we spent six years teaching um, and then moved into the administrative role uh, here in West Seneca. And, and a lot of that is just I can go back and paint how many times God just moved and God worked uh, to to lead us into that. I uh, people who know me well know how much I have a how uh, I say it's a love and disdain relationship with education. I got in and out of school as fast as possible. <laughs> it's like uh <laughs> me i'm i'm i love to be outdoors i love to be going and doing sports and activities and that's why me and a youth pastor were like perfect and now to have to deal with parents and deal with school issues and deal with all these like wait a second that's not what i signed up for um but god given me so much of the administrative gift uh, of building relationships of uh building community building um partnerships within education and then then now going and learning the educational side, you know, go back and get my master's degree in Christian edu- in education um, so that I, I can help lead the educational aspect of it, not just an administrative aspect of, of Christian ed. Um, and so I've been for the last seven years, been in the administrative role here in West Seneca uh, and really seen the school grow and the school take off to do a lot of things as we create a good plan, as we create things to move forward. And uh, it's it's sad to leave uh, the school here as we have so many friends, so many family, uh, people that we've created here, that that community that we've made has been made this hard to see God move us and to say it's time for us to go um, because there's nothing wrong with us here. It's uh, but God has his plan and God has his uniqueness to do that as well. Yeah, I'm sure that's a bittersweet move and. We're happy to have you, though. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about your leadership style? I think a lot of the things that you just were talking about were very leadership oriented, ending up in obviously the administrative and then head positions. What does that look like for you as you're kind of going to be our leader? (laughs) I I think one of the things that defines me as a leader is um, my relational style. I'm, I'm not dictatorial. Um, I, I think that's more of, I came up with some of that in my background. Um, I had people I've worked for in secular, edu- secular, uh, fields as, as I was in high school and college that very much just do it, do it. Cause I said to do it, or, or even I had a boss that you're trying to do everything for. And, and, and then you're asking them saying, Hey, I got offered this job over here. That's going to pay me 
you know, more money. Uh, can you just work with me? Cause I want to stay here and be loyal to you. And it's like, Nope, I can get somebody to do it cheaper. And it's like, wait a second. Like, so, so a lot of those, uh, life moments, if you will, kind of change and make you and define you as a leader. And, and that's one of the things that I've changed. And I, and I want, I want to build a community. I want to build a, a teamwork side that as we work through stuff, we all know in Christian education, we're all underpaid because we're in ministry. Uh, we're here to serve and, and that takes a lot of work to do. And so it's trying to build a teamwork around us to, to grow it. And uh, that takes time. That takes uh, uh, servant leadership uh, to, to let people see uh, I'm, I'm willing to dig ditches with them, not just tell them to go dig a ditch and, and to jump into the middle of all of that with them. Um, and then that's also where you get to know people and you get to know their strengths. You get to know their abilities to, to say we, need, we have a need at school and we can go and talk to people and they're, they're willing to come and do stuff uh, for the school because we've built that camaraderie. We've built that family network in and, and not to put them under pressure, but to say, hey, can you help us? And, and when you build that because you're willing to do so much for other people, they're willing to do something for you, too. Um, and that's kind of my style. Uh, is and I don't think I never want to be seen as not working as hard as if not harder than any of my faculty or my staff or my parents. Um, I'm not asking them to do something I would never do. Um, maybe it's something I can't do. Uh, that's why I need the help to do it. But it's never something I wouldn't jump in with you um, and, and and do it with them on there. So there's that servant leadership approach uh, to help just drive our school and the community forward. That's great. I love that. And I know we've talked before, too, about how involved your family is and how involved your wife is and how that's a team, too. That's your team. And you guys kind of bring it all for the school. So I love that. I'm excited about that. Yeah, that, that's such an important part of being in ministry is that your kids have to be and your family has to be involved in it. Um, otherwise, I would say I would never see my family in some parts, like because they're not here with me all the time. So um, so bringing them into it and letting them feel that ownership uh, is a big part of what we're doing too. Definitely. I think also a lot of what you're saying kind of speaks back to our mission as a school, which is, you know, to partner with the families and to partner with local churches. And even that is a team effort. So mm-hmm. I love that. Um, yeah. Okay. What else yeah. do I have here? Okay. What has been the most rewarding thing in your professional career so far? Oh, that, that's a tough question because uh, there's there's a lot of rewards for being in Christian education, uh, but a lot of it, it it's seen in your students and seeing your students uh, make right decisions. Um, we we do a spiritual emphasis week every week here at our school, and it's seeing kids who you've prayed over, who you've who you've cried over in some ways. If I can be perfectly honest in that too, yeah. uh, to just say you know, God, you got to work in their hearts and you got to get a hold of them because I know they're going to, they can do great things for you. And then see them surrender to that. Uh, that's, that's when it gets rewarding to see, to see your graduates go on out into the field um, and, and serve God. Um, that that's where our true mission comes all the way through. It, it's not just that they were here and they conform to our standard and they did what we told them to do, but now they're going, they're living that out or they're jumping into service as well and getting involved in their local churches and spreading the gospel. I think um, I can think of a couple of different graduates that I have that it's like, you can see God's hand and work in their lives all the way through. And that's, that's when it's like, okay, this is why I do what I do. And, um, 
and th those are the rewarding moments is when you see them serving God. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that just in general, the, the students kind of moving through, it's not just about, like you said, it's not the word just checking boxes. It's not that, oh, yep, they had Bible class every day, but it's the investment of the faculty in the students, um, which is really prevalent at GCA, which is part of why I love it so much. The yeah. They're investing in them long term and that you just you want the best for them and you want to see them go on to serve God in great ways. Because well, students are always quick to point out your inconsistencies. And if they can see your inconsistency with what you say in the classroom and what you live outside, they're going to point that out to you. And, and then they're not going to want to be a part of it. They're not going to want to. OK, why would I do that if you don't really believe what you say? You know, um, so it, it's really it's really important for us to be unified in that way and then also to share that and let our students see how real and transparent we are in our true love for God. And that's why we do what we do. Um, we're all concerned about the whys. <laughs> it's, you know, we've always asked yeah. that since we're a kid, why do I got to do this? Well, now you see that and you live it. Um, that's when it becomes really important. Definitely. I love your passion for this. It really comes through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk a little bit about your move to GCA. Do you want to share just a little bit about the interview process and then about your visit that you when you came to GCA, what that looks sure. like? Um, it, it all happened fast. And at the same time, it was all part of God's plan. Um, as I kind of indicated a little bit, we had no intention uh, of leaving here in West Seneca and uh, just was contacted. Um, out of the blue in some ways to say, hey, have you considered this location? And it's like, no, that's okay. <laughs> and, and then the more we prayed about it, it was like, okay, God, you know, obviously you brought this up. Um, let's just see where you go with it. And, and, I, and this is all going back to the beginning of it, mm -hmm. the interview side. Um, but all that took place at the beginning of February, it, like really quick and fast. At the same time, that was all God's plan. Um, I had put into my mind at the beginning of February, it's like, we're, we're going to know whether or not we're staying or going by the middle of February or by the middle of March, or else we're just staying. That's God shutting the door and God saying, we're not doing anything this year. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and not knowing that we had coronavirus coming down the road, yeah. not knowing <laughs> any of those things. Uh, that was just our prayer with God to say, Hey, if this is your will, you got to make this known and make it done quick. Um, mm -hmm. because we're not, we're not going to drag this thing out. Um, at all. And, and so that, that part was uh, interesting to see, interesting to see God just uh, revealing different aspects to the committee, to me, um, that just allowed things to make a smooth transition. Uh, when, we, when I came down to visit, it was another one of those uh, trying to get down there quickly. And uh, my wife couldn't come with me at the time with it either. So we just had to make a quick go to say, okay, God, if this is you, you're going to make it kind of clear and evident on it. And um, I, I think throughout the whole process, it, it was, it was a constant, like, this is J Josh, this is what you I've trained you to do. This is what and I say trained you, uh, what you fixed in West Seneca, this is what needs fixing down here. This is what we need to do. This is where we need to go. And, and all of the things that we're looking for in our next potential leader, uh, from GCA's point of view is all the things that that you have done well, and that I've trained you on how to do. And that that's where I felt God just leading to saying, this is exactly what I've trained you to do and to go and take on and be the next leader here. And so that was kind of 
uh, really cool on that aspect um, to kind of see God working uh, in those specific ways. Uh, I, I'd say from the leadership side, I, I think one of the best parts about GCA is the involvement and the love that the board has for the school. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been involved in a couple of different schools and helped out in a number of other different schools. And the, the you have a board that is by far and beyond uh, more committed and more involved than another than any other school. And I know a lot of people would say that. <clears throat> and that's something that drew me in to say, this isn't me coming in to try to fight battles. This is me coming in to join a team and, and say, let's go and let's, let's, let's take the school to the next level. And, and that was very cool in seeing how God worked through that as well. Definitely. Our board is really hardworking. I'm, we're going to hear from them Friday at 10 a.m., which I'm really excited about. So I think a lot of people don't realize not just how much they do, but even compared to other schools, they are super involved and obviously very invested. So their, their involvement, their investment, but their passion for the same, same things. Like mm-hmm. they're passionate about the school and wanting to see it succeed. And it's, it's easy to, um, it's, it's easy to point out the flaws and the weaknesses of different organizations. It's another thing to be a part of fixing those things and, and the time and, and hours that they put into fixing uh, things is, is very apparent and was very apparent very easy early on during the process of the interview side as well. Yeah. So during your visit here, I have kind of two questions that are similar. So I'll just ask them both, but during, you- <laughs> during your visit, what kind of struck you about GCA, the community, just while you were there, what stuck, what kind of stuck with you? Um, and then also what made you be sure about God's call to join our community? You touched on it a little bit, but. I, yeah, but it's it, the uniqueness of it. Um, I, I think there is a, the desire to have the family orientation down there and be a part of the family um, was a big part. Yet at the same time, I think one of the things that that struck me and also is what called me there is the a lot of the hurt that was going on too. And I think some of that speaks back to the history side, the recent history of the school, um, some current things that are going on there, just to say there's there needs to be some healing. And and one of the things where I stepped into leadership here in West Seneca was that was the same thing, is that there was a lot of hurt feelings. There was a lot of um uh, I don't want to say mismanagement in the way, but just things that weren't done the right way and or things that could have been done better and things done with process and procedure. And, and now looking at it to say, that's, that's a lot of what we need needed and, and, and need for that at GCA. And, and so seeing some of that drew me in, but yet none of it was anybody complaining about staff or staff's love for, for the students or the staff's commitment to education um, there's a lot of little things. And, and so that's what, that's what kind of drew me in is to say, these are things that are fixable. These are things that, that we can do that we can build back in and, and to look at the potential that GCA has for the future, um, to, to say, there's not another, uh, Christian school like that in, in all of Licking County it was like, you have a huge potential to, to grow and be big and do something massive. Um, and, and yet, why not? Like, what's holding us back? And, and so that's kind of where it's like, this is an opportunity to be a standout in that area and in that community to say, why, why isn't GCA the first thing people look to be a part of? And, and how do we fix that? How do we make that part of where we go in the future? 
And, and some of that comes back to the initial side. It's like, we got to build our family. This is what you want to be a part of. We got to build our community and not just community involvement, but actually our, our own community and our own love uh, that's going to stem out. That's the first thing people think of us is how much we love one another, how much we give to one another and, and, and where we're going to go with that. So uh, a number of things that kind of, it all ties together with that one, but that's the whole purpose and role of Christian education is kind of all of that as well, is to to demonstrate that love that Christ has shown to us, to others. And, and that's part of our community and our family commitment. Definitely. Kind of bouncing off of that, what are you most excited about in this new position? I think the excitement that I have is to work with a, uh, a team of leaders there. I think you have a good team in place in, in the admin side uh, to help build and grow. Um, my experience, I think, is is going to be unique to help then push each of the individuals to be even better um, than where they are right now. How do we how do we fine tune some of the things that have caused us problems in the past that we can then fix to make them into our strengths? Um, and and how do we do those things? And a lot of that takes then from sacrificial people. To, to move forward and move the organization forward and move our school forward. And, and so it's going to take a lot of hard work and a lot of energy there. And that's what I'm excited about doing and, and jumping in. And, and I think then excitement breeds excitement, if you will, then too. The more we get, if, if they see excitement in me and they see then excitement in our leadership and then they see excitement in our staff that, okay, then how many times parents are going to get excited and get involved with what's going on there. Um, and, but that doesn't just happen overnight. That's got to take uh, hard work and determination to do that, uh, to, to show what we're doing and show what we have the potential to do as well. Awesome. So now hopefully everybody's really excited about this because you pumped me up during this call. So <laughs> off of that, can you give us a little moving update? Are you, you guys have find a house? Are you? Yeah, so we... Uh, we did uh, put an offer in on a house. It's another one of those God moments here in all of this that uh, um, I, I, during the pandemic, we kind of expected everything to kind of die down, housing market and whatnot. Um, and maybe in the Buffalo area, some of that's happened here, uh, but not in your area. The newer Granville area, like a, a house comes on the market and it's gone. Like um, it's, it's, it was quite impressive. And that was another one of our prayers to God. Okay, God, hey, you got to open up the right door for us if this really is where you you have for us. And um, not not that we're questioning God's calling with it, but just saying, hey, God, you know, make yourself real to us again here. And um, just through the process to where the person we came in contact with as a realtor down there uh, has has ties back to Spring Hills. Um, the person who we who we got in touch to be to do a um, we ended up putting an offer in on a house and uh, offer got accepted. We went to do an inspection and the person we got a hold of to do the inspection again has ties back to Spring Hills. Um, so it, it just like the connections that God kept moving and working through uh, was just it was very apparent and very exciting again on that side to see like, oh, wow. You know, and 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 people pouring in because they're like, we want to see GCA do well. Oh, you're coming in to be the head of school. OK, fine. We'll we'll do a little bit more on the house inspection. We'll do a little mm -hmm. bit more here to help you out. We'll do that because we want to see GCA do well. And that is again, more selling of the community that you guys have wants to see the school move forward and want to see it do well. And that was encouraging to us as well. Um, we're supposed to close uh, next week, actually on Tuesday is when we're supposed to close on the house. 
uh, still sight unseen uh, in person. Uh, but <laughs> that's a real leap of faith right there. <laughs> it, it, it's been a it's been a big leap of faith on that side. Uh, but it's been really exciting because that's God working through a lot of things, and um, I, that uh, we we got a little bit of work to do to get the house ready to move into it. Uh, but we also knew there was going to be a couple of trips down uh, into that way for uh, for some board things, for some school things, as well as we wrap up and as we prepare for next year. So we knew we were going to have to do a couple of trips so we can come down, get the house ready to go. Um, we're looking at trying to move mid July here. Uh, we don't have an exact date because then we still want to finish up things here in West Seneca um, mm-hmm. and make th- make sure the transition for them and the start of next school year for them is is uh, without a hitch, without feeling like there's a big gap in time as well for them. So um, a lot of those fine details still to work out, but uh, it's exciting to see how God worked through, a, again, how God worked a lot of things out uh, that we could never have planned or prepared for. Uh, and yet God did and God, God had it all in his time. Definitely. I think his provision has definitely been here through this process. So yeah, that's great that you, we already see God showing up for you, showing up for the school in this process. So even more yeah, so yeah. once you're actually here. It's been fun to get involved with a lot of that. Like, I mean, we when we were going through the interview process, we're talking about, you know, being a part of transition and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know how I can do all of that. I want to, but like, how do you how do you have meetings down in Granville and have meetings up in New York at the same time? Oh, there's this thing called technology that we're doing all yeah. of our meetings online anyhow now. Yeah, COVID nineteen really helped you out there. <laughs> but it, and it's been good for that. It's been to be a part of admin meetings, to be a part of each of the small group meetings there on that side. Uh, even being a part of staff meeting here this week, like uh, seeing that has been a, a huge uh, positive to see us uh, make this smooth transition, but also to see the heartbeat of different individuals for the school, and so to and then for them to see my passion and my excitement for Christian Ed. Um, which again, that that's, what's going to breed that excitement moving forward. Yeah. So you just kind of touched on it, but can you explain a little bit what the transition has looked like so far? You're not moving until July, but what have you been involved in already? Um, I've been involved in just about everything meeting wise. Um, <laughs> I haven't, haven't been involved in the physical location stuff, but we're, I mean, we're talking about, cause we know we have to move fourth and fifth grade in from the modulars into the, into the building. And so how do we set up the classrooms in the elementary to where we don't have to move them every single year, uh, creating some long-term plans, uh, what that then does in repercussions of moving those classes and then other classes and, um, there's a lot of trickle down effects with all of it. Um, been a part of the, a lot of the financial discussions. Um, COVID-19 has had some positive and negative to us financially and as a, as a school. And, uh, and, and so we're looking to make wise decisions with where we are financially and, and how do we grow our school. Um, we're also looking at our planning for next year. How do we plan and prepare for next year? Um, and how do we get going on that one? Um, I know there's a lot of fear of the unknown right now that's surrounding society as a whole. How do I prepare for next year? Are we going to be in school? Are we not going to be in school? Are we going to be online? Are we going to be? And and it's <clears throat> helpful to the staff then to come back and say, there's a leader in place who's got a vision and go. And and for me, then it's coming back to say, we have a plan. Our plan's to be back in school. Let's go. Like, you know, we're going to do that. At the same mm-hmm. time, a good leader also has a backup plan, um, as I've equated it to where uh, a, a good football team or a good 
uh, sports team has a backup or has a second plan. Why? Because the first plan might not work. And so we have to have a backup strategy. Uh, but we're not planning to go into the season with our backup quarterback in mind. We're going in with our starter. That's why we drafted him, or that's why we did mm-hmm. this. You know, like um, <clears throat> whether that's you talk to the Cincinnati Bengals down the road, or whether or not you talk to whoever. Like we're, you know, Joe Burrows is our quarterback. We're going forward with him. We're not talking about who the backup is. And at the same time, you talk to the New England Patriot fans, and like they don't even know who their backup is now that Tom Brady. Is. You know, like, that's so. So, but they have a backup. So yeah. like the plan is still for our starter and our starter in our school is to be in school. And I know you're wrapping up school this week and, and, and all the stuff's getting turned in, but now we're turning our attention to next year and next year we're going to be in the classroom. Like, let's go. And um, yeah. yet at the same time, we recognize we made errors when we went online. Um, we, we don't, we don't want to be online, but we also know how to be online if we have to be online. Um, so there's plans and preparedness for it. Um, at the same time, we have a plan to be back in our classroom. Let's go. Uh, and let's get excited about that and how we can influence our kids in the classroom. And, uh, and that's our main focus, our main desire. So those have been a, a lot of conversations that I've been a part of, um, and been able to give insight on. They're the same things that we're dealing with here in West Seneca as well. So yeah. it's not anything new. Um, I, I would say probably in New York as a whole has been hit harder than Ohio has with COVID-19. Um, but our area, not as bad as New York City. Uh, we're far far yeah. away from New York City on that yeah. side. Uh, but again, still, you have to, even our governor was saying too, and I know DeWine said it down there for you guys, like we have to get back into a new normal and, and a new approach. And we have to start walking our way forward. Um, and so it's not going to look the exact same next year, uh, but it's going to be back in our classrooms and like, let's go. Yeah. I think we can safely say everyone is excited to be back on campus. <laughs> Even the students, probably it wasn't quite as fun as it sounded in theory. <laughs> and I think something sometimes it gets missed in that all and all the translation of stuff is like is it's parents think that the teachers like being it on this way. It's like, no, the teachers want to be back in the classrooms. It is it is harder to teach online yeah. than it is to teach in the classroom. Like, let's get back to regular classes. Let's get back to it. You know, and uh, that that's where we need to be. <laughs> that's where we want to yeah, be. That's where we want to be. <laughs> we need to be. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all happy to be back. And also just kind of wanted to say a thank you to you. I know you have been juggling our stuff and West Seneca's. And I think you've been doing an excellent job at both. And I just kind of wanted to call attention to that because you really have been involved. You're invested still in the school there obviously to a huge degree, which I think kind of speaks volumes. And then you're, you've been invested in us and invested in this transition to kind of make it as seamless as possible. I know you and Lee Reno have been working together, talking frequently, you and Jamie, the same thing. So I think that that's going to really serve us in the long run. So I'm excited about that. I hope so. I think that that's the plan as we move forward is uh, it's building the relationships and, uh, and starting with our admin team is, is a huge thing. Um, and that's been, our, you already see it apparent in the excitement that's starting through it and, and helping us through it all as well. So it's been fun. Yeah. So how do your kids feel about moving? Are they excited? Are they... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'd say like they're, they're mixed emotions as well too, just like we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is our, this is our home. We've been in our home here 11 years. Uh, my, yeah. my parents are about 20 minutes away from us. So grandma and grandpa are, are close by. Uh, so I think mm-hmm. there's some mixed emotions as a whole, uh, but at the same time, there's excitement. Um, 
you know, anytime, anytime there's something new, there's always uh, something to look for. This is our first home that we're purchasing. Uh, so this is something new to get into. Uh, so they're talking paint colors in their rooms and what they're going to uh. do on that side. So, so there's excitement on that one uh, to, just to, to look to see what else is available for them. Uh, as mm -hmm. well. At the same time, we've we've lived on campus here of the school, and so we have a big parking lots available to us. And so my little one was like, "Now I'm not going to have a big parking lot to ride in anymore. Uh. Now where am I going to ride my bike, and what am I going to do now?" And I'm like, "It's okay. We'll have other things we can do besides ride." We'll find a parking, the parking lot. lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's funny. I know. I think we talked about it before, and you said, "I don't know which one," but it was like, "Wait, are we leaving tomorrow?" Because I kind of got yeah, plans. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like now yes, I got a little time. <laughs> that was my little one again. He was all the next day. He comes out after we told him that we were, you know, we were going to be moving, and he's like, he's like, can I bring this with me tomorrow when we go? And like, Don't worry, we're not leaving tomorrow. But yes, you can also bring that with you. We got a time. You can bring your yep. stuff. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, I love that. It's it's amazing what goes on in the mind of a six year old, almost seven year old, still too, when you talk about the moving. Because um, yeah. we we told him. We told them right before we told our staff and, and faculty here um, at the school. And so we told him that he needed to keep it quiet. Um, and, and he went with my mom the day that we told all of our faculty. And my mom was trying to talk to him about it. He's like, I can't talk to you about this. I can't talk to you about this. I'm not allowed to talk to you about this. <laughs> so he's like, oh, no, but I already know you're going. I already know these. Oh, okay. And then he said, well, we're going we're, we're going to the Ohio State School. That's where we're going, the Ohio State School. <laughs> So, so that that was uh, pretty fun. This again in the minds of little kids, words and definitions and different things like that that all come out that are kind of funny. That is hilarious. So, <laughs> speaking of the Ohio State school, this is Ohio State country over here. So that's right. Inquiring minds want to know: Are you ready to be a Buckeye, or do we need to give you a little time? What's what's your status? I I love college sports in general. <laughs> I haven't made commitment to any any college sports team all throughout. Okay. I love pro sports teams. Uh, you gotta gonna have a lot to take me away from my bills and my savers on that side. But uh, even even with how bad they are sometimes, but uh, <laughs> um, I I know there's gonna be some people who who can commiserate with that that are Browns fans and Bengals fans too. So you know mm -hmm. that the good times will eventually come is always our motto. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but college sports in general is just fun. I I love the excitement that it brings and the um even the the competitions. But I do know this. I, I won't mention the M word at all there either. So we'll be all good. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> at least, you know, <laughs> come in That's with right. <laughs> clear expectations. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think we're, we're running a little low on time, but I just want to hear if from you, do you have a message for students and families as they're going into the fall? Uh, just the excitement to get back into it. Like, uh, it was an odd year for us all, and and let's go. I, you know, there's a lot for us to get done, and for a, a lot for us to to just build that excitement and build the enthusiasm about why we why we're in Christian education and why we have chosen GCA uh, to partner with and to be a part of. And and let's find ways to build our community and build our culture and and come up with ideas. Um, I think part of being that. Uh, community leader is also then one who uh, takes advice and ideas. And so I, I'm open to ideas and thoughts as for what we can do and how we can do it and, and how you can get involved and be a part of that change. And um, it, it, GCA has things to fix, but there's things that GCA does well. 
and and how do we capitalize on those things and how do we how do we fix our problems and how do we make ourselves better and that's going to take a whole community to do that side and uh, so taking GCA Nation as I've heard it's been called often there too and and saying let's go let's jump in and and let's get excited about it and let's build for the future. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time today, Josh. We're all super excited for you to come down and the whole family to meet everybody. So we're excited for next year, excited for you to join the community. So thanks for your yeah, time. I think if you can't tell, yeah. I'm excited. So yeah, you're bouncing in your chair. <laughs> Amen. Here we go. Let's go. Awesome. All right. Have a great day. Don't forget everybody to tune back in at 6 p.m. Melody is going to be joining me. We're going to kind of talk about some of our frequently asked questions on our admission side. And that's just kind of also great information for everybody, just kind of the GCA basics. So we'll see you back then. Bye, Josh. See you.